Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. From the first verse of hymn 593, Lord, make us servants of your peace. Where there is hate, may we so love. Where there is hurt, may we forgive. Where there is strife, may we make one. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This past summer, I returned from a long week of camp out at Bratton Green. I had been a cabin dad for the elementary two session at camp. And so I got home on Saturday and I was really tired, dead tired. But I had to preach the following day. And so I thought to myself, I really don't want to have to write out a sermon. And so what I did was I jotted down some notes on my phone using the notes app. And I came out into the midst of the people and I preached using those notes. And ever since then, I have not looked back. Ever since then, I have been preaching from this spot right here in the midst of everyone. And I found out that I have really enjoyed that. And I've gotten a lot of good feedback from that. A lot of people have told me that they like me out in the midst of the people. They say it's sort of like a table conversation, sort of like a, a dinner conversation. And so I've gotten good feedback. And so since July, with the exception of funerals, I have not written out a sermon until today. I wrote out my sermon today for a couple of reasons. And the first reason is because I don't want to mince words here with this sermon. I want to get it right. And the second reason is that I want my thoughts, I want this sermon to be written out in black and white, etched in stone, if you will, and me be able to put my name on it and claim it. So just for today, just for today, please permit me to return to the pulpit and to preach from a manuscript. I had brushed my teeth, checked on the kids in their bed, and set the alarm on my phone for 6.45 a.m. this morning. I was already in bed and searching for sleep last night 
when I got up out of bed, trying not to awaken Sarah and Betsy, who is sleeping in our room right now. And I went, I fetched my computer, and went to work at our dining room table. I had a sermon already. I had run through it four or five times throughout the day yesterday. I was going to preach from notes like I had been accustomed to doing. I had my notes on my phone and I was ready and prepared for today. But at 11.30 last night, I got up out of bed because I knew the sermon I prepared fell short. It fell short of the gospel and it fell short of what I am called to do as your priest. To call out hatred, racism, bigotry, and intolerance. As your priest, I took a vow three years ago to proclaim by word and deed the gospel of Jesus Christ. I vowed to endeavor so to minister the word of God so that the reconciling love of Christ may be known and received. It is these two vows I now fulfill before you today. The 20th century theologian, Karl Barth, perhaps you have heard of him, he once posited that preachers should preach with a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. I had haphazardly been keeping up with the events in Oxford yesterday with the protests that went on square. To tell you the truth, my initial thoughts and reactions were, thank God Mississippi State doesn't have to deal with this problem. Hail State, go dogs. Thank God there are not people perpetrating hatred and racism in the middle of the drill field on campus. But as the day wore on, so did my conscience. This wasn't an Ole Miss problem. This wasn't an Oxford or a Lafayette County problem. This was not a state of Mississippi problem. As human beings made in the image and likeness of the Almighty, as followers of Christ, as Christians who vow in our baptismal covenant to strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being, as a people who are called by Christ to practice a radical way of love, a love so radical, so radical that it includes loving even our enemies. Well, folks, what happened yesterday in Oxford is our problem. By virtue of our baptism, this is our problem. This is not conservative. This is not liberal. This is not Republican, nor is it Democrat. This is not politically correct or politically incorrect. This is not Southern. This is not Ole Miss. This is not the great state of Mississippi, my lifelong home. What this is, is racism. What this is, is bigotry. What this is, is intolerance and an attempt, an attempt to perpetuate the evils of white supremacy. What this is, is a sin, and our Episcopal Church has stated such. And the people from outside of our great state 
who showed up to protest in the hospitality state yesterday, well, they are just wrong. And their actions are contrary to the life and teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is contrary to our gospel lesson today. While standing on level ground, Jesus gives his sermon on the plain. He has just laid out Luke's version of the Beatitudes, and he is now expounding on them further. Love your enemies, he says. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who would harm you and pray for those who might abuse you. Jesus is calling his followers to a radical way of life. Jesus is calling all of us to a radical way of life. A radical way of life that incorporates a radical love. A radical love that includes all persons, even our enemies. Even those who showed up on the square in Oxford yesterday to incite racism and hatred. Jesus' words are difficult for us today. They are the equivalent of your mother telling you to eat your broccoli and cauliflower at the dinner table. Though Jesus tells us to love our enemies, he expects us to stand up for ourselves and for others, especially when we see wrong. What happened yesterday in Oxford demands a response from followers of Christ. What happened in Oxford yesterday demands a response from us. We are called to love our enemies. We are called to bless those who curse us. We are called to do good to those who harm us and to pray for those that abuse us. We are called to love those people who came to our state to perpetuate the evils, the evils of hate and racism. But we are also called to cast out that hate and racism and denounce those actions. As our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, said, we used to hit our knees and pray fervently for those who were working to keep our race down. We would pray for those who were against us. And then we would get up from our prayers and go march on Washington. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Jesus' radical way of life calls us to drive out hate by our love, even love of our enemies. Jesus' radical way of life also calls us to speak out and denounce all forms of hatred. So let us do that. Let us do that now. Let us begin. Let us begin with the Holy Eucharist. May the Eucharist be our protest against all forms of evil. Let us join in the Eucharist together, the Eucharist which binds us one to another in the body of Christ and one to another in radical love. Let us hit our knees as we receive the body of Christ, the bread of heaven, and pray fervently for those who work to further racism and hatred. Then, then let us get up. Let us get up and go through those heavy wooden double doors of this place and tell the world that there is no place for racism and hatred. Join me in this protest. Join me at the Eucharist. 
Join me in love. Join me at the table. Amen.